Hey, good morning. It's good to be with you on this uh, beautiful Monday morning. I'm glad that you're here with us again uh, as we continue together in our time in James. Um, James has been, a, I've enjoyed hearing the feedback from some of you about how much you've enjoyed uh, James. James is one of my favorite books of the Bible. It's a book that I love. It's a book that I could read forever. I, I think even since I was in seminary, I've loved James. Um, there's a project you do in seminary called um, an exegetical paper. It's a really large biblical study. And I, I did mine on James chapter 5, a passage we're going to read pretty soon. And I, I've always, ever since then, just loved James. So I'm glad that we can spend some time together uh, in James. So I hope we, I hope you enjoy this as we finish out. Uh, we're going to finish out chapter 4 today. We're going to do verses 11 through 17. This is, this is two sections in my Bible, but um, it works really well to read these two kind of together because we're kind of talking about the same thing. So we'll read uh, James chapter 4, verses 11 through 17 this morning. So let's, uh, let's hear what the Bible says here. Do not speak evil against one another, brothers and sisters. Whoever speaks evil against another or judges another speaks evil against the law and the judges and the judges the, and judges the law. But if you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge. There is one lawgiver and the judge who is able to save and destroy. So who then are you to judge your neighbor? Come now, you will say, today or tomorrow we will go, we will go to such and such a town or spend a year there doing business and making money. Yet you will not even know what tomorrow may bring. What is your life? For you, this, this, verse, this next section is, is almost poetic to me. For you are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, the Lord wishes we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogance and since boasting is evil. Anyone then who knows the right thing to do and fails to do it commits sin. So I, I wanted to talk about these two sections together because they talk a little bit about humility. Uh, we see uh, two, two things here dealing with humility. Uh, we see the first section, well, we, we see the first one's about judging your neighbor, and the second section is about boasting about tomorrow. So I think what we find there is interesting. First it says here, do not speak about evil against your neighbor, brothers and sisters. Whoever speaks evil judges another, and they speak evil against the law and, then, and judges the law, but you judge the law, are you not a, are you not a doer of the law, but a judge? Okay, so that, Paul is telling, not Paul, James is telling us here not to judge because if you judge, when the law clearly says not to judge, if you judge, you're setting yourself up as a higher dynamic against the law. So in other words, you're, in many ways, the law is clear and says don't judge. If when you judge, you are then, you, 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 you are then um, basically um, saying, I know better than the law. The law has told me not to judge, but I know better than the law, so I'm going to judge anyway. So he says, in your judgment, you actually are setting yourself up as a higher judge than the law. Um, there's, a, there's, there's a great quote um, that I love. I think it's by C.S. Lewis. I'm 95% I'm sure it's C.S. Lewis, but I'm not 100% sure. Uh, well, Lewis says this, um, if God is, I'm paraphrasing here. If God has forgiven ourselves, God has forgiven us and we can't forgive ourselves, then we have made ourselves a higher moral judge than God. As little what we're seeing here is if the law is clear and it says don't judge, and yet we judge others, then we're basically saying we know better than the law. So that comes to arrogance. So the next section, verse 13, much the same. It says, um, you'll say today or tomorrow we'll do such and such. We'll spend, mo we'll spend money and do business here. Yet you don't know what tomorrow holds. Um, what is your life? You're a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you want to say, Lord wishes we would live and do this or that. 
As it is, you boast in your arrogance. Such boasting is evil. So we see there the arrogance of assuming tomorrow. The arrogance of assuming that we'll be able to go and do what we want to or, or do business or make money or whatever. We see the first section is an arrogance setting ourselves up against the law, which in many ways is an arrogance setting yourself up against God. And likewise, the second section is another arrogance setting ourselves up against God, saying that we know what the moral will hold. I think what James is telling us here in both these situations is to judge very, to, to boast very lightly and to assume very lightly and to approach all of who lie, all of life with humility. So from judgment, um, we should, there are times y'all, let's be honest, there are times when brothers and sisters in the Christ, um, if you're a parent, for your children, for your child, for your child, for your parents sometimes, when uh, people may need to be um, corrected or said, this isn't right. You know, as a pastor, part of my job is sometimes to say, guys, this, this isn't right. This is not how we should do things. Is that a judgment? Well, I guess you could say perhaps it is. But we've got to approach each other with a sense of humility. Um we gotta, we gotta, we gotta hold the reins loosely when it comes um, to that. Um, when we speak evil against one another or judge one another, then we're placing ourselves in the place of God. And I, I think it's okay. I, I, I don't know how many of y'all listen to a podcast I love called The Holy Post. And one of the hosts recently made a great point about how often you know we we all want to be Jesus going to the temple, flipping over the tables. And uh, there is a time in our life for um, divine anger or righteous anger. But we need to approach that concept with such humility that any of us who can't wait to flip tables or can't wait to judge, if we're leaning into that first, we really need to check our spiritual walk. Because there may come a time when you're so convicted by something or someone's action or someone's whatever that you go to them in love and say, listen, I love you. And because I love you, A, B, C, D. If we're leaning into aggressively judging others without context or frankly, even without love, I think James told us to be careful. And likewise, uh, the Bible is clear. This is this, this, The next section is not a call against preparation. Um, and think about Jesus says, no king goes to war without first counting the cost. Uh, so we need to think about things and plan and pray. But also we do that with humility. As a pastor, I, you know, I've got sermons planned out for the rest of this year. That's what I do. I mean, I'm planning sermons. I'm always thinking about the future. That's what I'm supposed to do as a, as a leader. But I also hold that loosely. Knowing that God can update any, any, any plan he wants at any time. And I'm just doing my best to plan and pray and lead while knowing ultimately God is God and that God does what needs to be done. Um, so he's saying here, hey, he doesn't say, this is not a call not to plan, but he says, instead say, if the Lord wishes, we will live and do this and do that. It's not a call not to plan, but it's a call to understand that we're not God and that there are many things in life that we can't control. And that we need to hold the reins loosely as well when it comes to our planning. So we need to approach each other 
with humility. We need to approach those who maybe we feel the need to correct with humility. We need to approach our planning with humility. Friends, frankly, I'll be honest with you guys and gals. I truly believe there's very few things in our life that we should not first approach with humility. Um, I know for me, um, the older I get, the more I see the arrogance of my youth <laughs> and the arrogance of the time of my life when I thought I knew everything. And now the older I get, the more I realize, I, uh, you know, I just know I want to love you and love God and try to try to point folks to Jesus. Um, so he's warning us here against judging with arrogance and taking the place of God. And he's warning us as well to be careful to boast about tomorrow and once again, take the place of God. Um, there's a saying I like, said the world has, a, there's two things I know for true, truth. There is a God and I'm not it. So I think the more we understand our place in God's divine plan, our place in the universe, our place in God's world, the more we can approach these things, humility and do our part, be faithful, the plan. Hey, if God wills, I'll do this. I'm going to do my part. Dr. Bryson, one of my professors, used to always say about preaching, he'd say, prepare like it depends upon you. Preach doing it depends upon God. I've always liked that. So I want to prepare and do my part, but I'm going to leave it in God's hands. So let's approach each other with humility in all things, and let's approach the future with humility. And I really think if humility is our first step, our first step forward, God will have a way of working out the details. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, if you're watching this on video or on podcast, I hope you are listening to this on podcast. I hope you enjoy it. Um, I'd love any feedback you have. Uh, thanks for being with us. We're going to go into James 5 um, tomorrow. So uh, we, we don't have much more left in James. I'd love any feedback about where you'd like to see us uh, go next. Uh, but thanks for joining us today. Have a great rest of your day. See you.